From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Rugby League. It's unreal. It's so real, it's unreal. Woody is back. It is certainly back. And joining me now on the line is the General Manager of the Newcastle Rugby League. It is Mark Glanville. Good morning, MG. How are you? I'm very well, Tracy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How was your Easter and Anzac Day? We haven't spoken for a couple of weeks. No, it has been a little while. No, I had a, uh, a great long weekend there, or long weekends really, so ate too many Easter eggs, but, uh, <laughs> but enjoyed it. That's good, that's good. Now, obviously, you would have spent your uh, your long weekend Sunday on the sidelines for the uh, for the Newcastle Knights. Man, that was a crap game. Yeah, it certainly was. Um but they've, they've got an opportunity this weekend to right the wrongs and against Melbourne Storm, no, uh, no less. So it's going to be a tough game for them, but I think it certainly won't be uh, the scoreline we saw last weekend and hopefully it won't be the scoreline we saw Melbourne put on, um, on the Warriors. You're optimistic there, MG. I am. Well, I think they can bounce back, that's for sure. I mean, they were embarrassed last weekend, mm. so... So I think they'll certainly come out firing this weekend. Well, I was quite stunned. I spoke with Barry Tui from the Newcastle Herald yesterday. And uh, for the first time ever, in, and you know how long Barry Tui's been covering the Newcastle yep. Knights, he walked out with 15 minutes to go. Now, that's so not Barry Tui. That's just no. how disappointed people were in that game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, and I think there was plenty of people doing the same thing. Mm. You yeah, couldn't. You had to stay there. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, let's get underway. Now, round five uh, obviously happened uh, last week. There were some uh, very, very fascinating scores. Man, what is going on with West? They got beaten 32 to nil by Macquarie. What the hell's going on there? Yeah, disappointing for, for West, but my understanding is that, that obviously West, over the years, they've been buying players, etc. but they've decided rather than not be putting money into the Knights, won't be putting as much money into... Um, their local team um, so they're going to rely on juniors coming up and through the system and I, I think that's a good idea I mean they've got a really strong junior nursery I think in a couple of years time you'll be seeing those juniors flourish and I, I think they'll um, they'll be back where they are up at the top of the ladder because they always have had one of the best nurseries haven't they coming through you know so the Gidley boys came through through West yep. you know there's some big names that have come through that uh, that club over the years so so you think it's a good thing yeah, without doubt. I mean, you know, I mean, over the years they've been known to buy premierships as such, but you know, I think producing their own and making it even stronger pathways through to the Knights, I think, is the way to go. Yeah, that's interesting because, uh, yeah, I mean, my first um, my first feeling when you said that you know they're not spending, they're spending on the Knights was, oh yeah, here we go again. We're spending in the top top tier. We're forgetting about the junior leagues. But the way you've just explained it about the development side of it, that makes yep. sense. Yeah, it does. And, yeah, obviously they, they certainly won't bleed them dry, but mm. money-wise, they'll, they'll still certainly support them. But rather than going out buying players into their first-grade team, they'll use juniors as that pathway and stepping stone to, to play in first grade and go through the grades and then hopefully maybe get selected for the Newcastle Knights, whether it be at the junior level mm. or you know, even at the seniors. So, mate, what you're telling me is that it's OK to be a West supporter these days because we're not the Silver Tails anymore. Is that what you're telling well, me? Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yes. Apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> 
well, you know I've got a foot in both camps. I've got a foot in West and I've got a foot in South. So just don't tell Peter Sleep that I've got a foot in West because, uh, yeah, he won't ask me to uh, to be involved at all in anything to do with Sleepies. Now, the ladder is looking uh, looking quite interesting as well. I mean, I know we've still got a few games to be played by, uh, by some of our teams. You know, we've only got... Uh, We've got some teams that, that still have uh, have played only three games. We've got some, yep. like West, who have played five and are still in the bottom of the ladder. Um, yep. But, mate, the pickers, they're, uh, they're looking good. They're looking the goods again, aren't they? Yeah, they certainly are. Um, they're a strong team and uh, haven't had too many injuries either. Um, but they are looking really good and had a, um, a good win, uh, even though it was a tight tussle against Wong, who's one of the better teams in the conference, Central Coast. Um, a 22-12 win over them on the weekend. And, um, yeah, look, they, they are looking good, as you said. They play Cessnock uh, on Saturday, and that'll be another test for them. Now, the top four, if you had have asked me at the beginning of the season, I don't think either of us would have picked this as our top four. We've got Maitland on top, Cessnock um, second. Now, that probably is a no-brainer. You and I said that, one and two for those guys. Yep. Macquarie Scorpions sitting third. But South sitting fourth. They've only played three games, so they've still got another two games in hand, and they're sitting in fourth. That's fantastic. Yeah, they're really going well, actually. So um, uh, they've got a young team, um, but, yeah, doing some really good things. And obviously the fact that um, uh, Bobcat Ryan is their coach again, mm. and uh, he's you know he's a terrific bloke and a, and a great coach, so really knowledgeable, and they've picked up some, some good young players as well. He's great to be having around that club, isn't he, Bobcat? I mean, there's uh, he's got so much knowledge, so much experience. You know, he's been part of the NRL for so long here for, with the community grassroots stuff. He's such a well-known, well-loved person. And not only that, he was a bloody firestone. You know, when he was playing, he was awesome. Yeah, he was indeed. I mean, he was a terrific player, but, you know, he's an even better bloke and mm. just got a great, as you said, knowledge about the game. But his personality, I guess... Um, you know, everyone loves him and, you know, they want to play for him, certainly within the team. I think it's also that country boy as well, the yeah, fact that he is yeah. a country boy, you know. Uh, it, it was very strange to, uh, you know, I know many people who knew Bobcat and, uh, yeah, for Bobcat to go from being a country boy to be living in the city and, and playing for the Bulldogs, you know, like it was it was strange, whereas he seems at home here in Newcastle. Yeah, he does indeed. And, you know, a bit like, I suppose, myself, he came from Wagga and Bobcat came from Dubbo. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you do come to Newcastle, it's it's still a bit like a, a smaller country town rather than the big city, say, like Sydney. So, yeah, look, the lifestyle here and everything, it's fantastic. His kids love it here. I, I know a few years ago, Bobcat was offered a, um, uh, an assistant coaching job down at the Roosters and was contemplating going down there, but his kids didn't want to move from Newcastle, so he, he ended up knocking that job back. What a beautiful man. See, we should look after yeah. him even more, even more. Yeah, exactly. Mind you, I don't think we'd talk to him if he went to the Roosters, MG. That's, that's just <laughs> a step too far, too far. Right, yeah. uh, let's get underway. So uh, the first game of the round, it is happening 3 o'clock on Saturday. It's Wes at home to Wyong. Oh, are they going to get trounced again? Uh, unfortunately, I, I think so. So uh, Wyong are looking pretty good. Um, West not so great, and unfortunately, I think uh, Warren will win this game and win it maybe quite comfortably. So that game's three o'clock at Harker Oval. Our next game, this has got to be the match of the round, MG. It's going to be incredible. It is the Maitland Pickers, number one on the ladder, taking on the Cessnock Goennas, number two on the ladder. It's three o'clock at Maitland Sports Ground. Wow, this is this is the match of the game at the round, mate, without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. Oh, without doubt, yeah, you're right there. So it's going to be a cracking game, and. You know, I think it'll be a real close one and 
Look, I give Cessnock some hope here. Um, as you said, Maitland haven't been beaten yet, but you never know, they could be uh, due for an off day, and I think Cessnock have been playing very well, so I'm expecting a, uh, a, a good performance from Cessnock, and it wouldn't surprise me if they win by only a couple. OK, so that's your tip? You're going for Cessnock? Uh, no, I'll go for Maitland. <laughs> I my, almost, my I almost got Cessnock. you. <laughs> my heart would say Cessnock, but yeah. my head says Maitland. The next game is, uh, again, 3 o'clock Saturday, Lower Peacock Oval. It is the Scorpions taking on the Lakes United Seagulls. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, this would, this would be a funny one on the year. Like, Lakes have been good at times and they've been ordinary at other mm. times. So, um, But, you know, if, if they're on, then I reckon they can certainly match Macquarie in this game but I, I am going to go with Macquarie you are only because they're at home okay yep. okay I'll, I'll, mm, okay I'll go Lakes just just to, <laughs> just to put some fun into it and yeah. then uh, of course we get on to Sunday it is the uh, entrance playing the Butcher Boys um, I don't know what to think about the entrance I uh, I know they're sitting seventh on the ladder um, but and the Butcher Boys obviously are, are sitting in fifth What's your thoughts? Who's uh, who's going to take this one out? I mean, I love the Butcher yeah, Boys. This is a real difficult one to pick, actually. So, you know, the entrants have been okay, and, and the Butcher Boys have been up and down as well. So, you know, probably a toss of the coin again, this one. It'll, it'll actually be played at 3.30 instead of 3 o'clock on Sunday. It's been pushed back. Just to, Can so you fix your website now. up for that one, would you? Oh, no, we're, we're, we're trying to. So. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I'll just leave that one alone. <laughs> yes, yes. I so, um, look, this will be a real close match, this one, and I'm going to go with Central in a tight one. Okay. Yeah, well, especially, I mean, when you're looking at the for and against, you know, the Central uh, central guys have, uh, have uh, you know, they've scored 90 points across the season so far, whereas the entrance, I mean, 68, duh, it's neither here nor there. But, yeah, um, Lakes are certainly showing, the Butcher Boys are certainly showing that they can put, put the points on. Yeah, they can. Um, you know, so we've got some their halfbacks in the Walsh Brothers there. Um, eluding that team around really well. Luke, Luke, I mean, he's still playing great footy mm. and, and he's got an old head. Well, he's not so much young anymore. So um, Anyone's yeah, younger than us, MG. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and the final game for uh, for round six, it is uh, Sunday the 1st of May, 3 o'clock, Townsend Oval. It's Souths taking on the Curry Bulldogs. This will be a great game. I'm going to go Souths at home. Yeah, me too. I think Souths are playing really well at the moment. Curry struggling a little bit. Um, with with some players, uh, they're probably not as strong as they they were a couple of years ago. So, um, but look, they're still going to give it their all. But I just think at home, South would be the team to to beat. Fingers crossed we get that one across the line. That would be good. Now, mate, the Tasha Gale Cup, the women's under-19 side for the Newcastle Knights, they're, uh, they're playing in the grand final this weekend. That's really flown under the radar, hasn't it, to a lot of people? And uh, it's an incredible achievement. Yeah, yeah, it's a wonderful achievement, um, and which all goes well for the future of you know the Knights Women's Rugby League. I mean, they're obviously coming through the system and hopefully will be the next uh, NRL Women's Rugby League players. So, yeah, look, it all goes well as far as that's concerned. Terrific team, and you know they've they played really well throughout the season, and hopefully, fingers crossed, they can win the grand final, which would be an amazing achievement for them. What's the quality of the league being played, uh, the women's league being played here in Newcastle at the moment? What's the quality of that like? Yeah, it's it's pretty good actually. Um, you know, we're hoping, unfortunately, sort of the women's 
tackle within the, the district clubs. We've only got uh, five of those teams. Um, so we're, we're hoping next year each of the district teams will have a women's tackle team. Um, but look, it's it's growing, it's gaining momentum. There's plenty of women and, and young girls that want to play um, and they can see a pathway now to earning some money in the game and playing at the highest level as well. So, you know, hopefully the, the women in the Tasha Gale Cup do really well um, and can win that game and, you know, that'll only encourage more girls to take up the sport. I love watching it. I live uh, live near Learmonth Oval and just watching every Saturday those girls, obviously once the juniors are all off the field, those girls come in and uh, you know, it's about 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon they play. They get great crowds and it's just great games of football. It's really great to see. Yeah, it is indeed. I mean, um, I was a bit hesitant about my daughter who is 27, 28 years of age. She's, she's playing uh, women's tackle as well and I was a bit concerned about her playing, but mm. she's loving it and enjoying it. So, you know, I think it's great. Uh, certainly great sport for women. And, um, you know, there's plenty of women taking it up and young girls and um, they can see a future for themselves um, playing at the highest level down the track. Look, if I had my time again, if I was young, there's no doubt I'd love to be playing rugby league. It just it wasn't obviously an option for me back those days. But, yeah, uh, yeah man, I'd be out there. Could you imagine me? Go Mac. Yeah. Go yeah. T-Mac. You, you might have to, you might have faced your judiciary a few times, <laughs> that's right. Come on, Mark, there's some things that we need to keep quiet here. You know, I, I have a reputation to uh, to uphold. People don't need to know the real trace. <laughs> Mate, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck with uh, with this round and uh, we'll see how we go when we catch up next week. I look forward to it. Thanks, Trace. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye. That is Mark Glanville from the Newcastle Rugby League. And uh, for all of the information on the games happening this weekend around Newcastle, if you go to newcastlerugbyleague.com.au, you'll find the draw there. You'll find everything that you need to know. And please get out and support our local rugby league because it's all well and good to support the Newcastle Knights or to support whatever you know, rural NRL you're following. But, you know, this is the grassroots. This is where our Andrew Johns, our Matthew Johnses, our Paul Harrigans, this is where they come from. And uh, if you want to see the stars of the future, and in particular, if you want to see the West stars of the future come through, please get out and have a look at your Newcastle Rugby League because uh, they are certainly the stars of the future. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.